This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 332nd episode of the Helping Writers Become Authors podcast. It's that time of year again. Time to take my editing outside. March came in like a lamb here in Nebraska, and I'm already feeling very spoiled by a string of 70-degree days and lots of sun. I always, always, always jump the gun in letting myself believe the warm weather is here to stay, and I know I'm way ahead of the game right now, but the Canadian geese are back in town and starting to think about nesting, so you know it's gotta be almost spring. Of course, the problem with taking my editing outside right now is that the March winds are sure to try their best to blow all my pages away, so we'll have to see who triumphs there. The latest post on my blog is Plot Isn't Story. In it, I talk about why all by itself plot isn't story, and you can learn how to create a seamless and meaningful plot out of your character's motivations and relationships. To find out more, visit my site at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And now I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast entitled Five Ways to Trim Your Book's Word Count, Part 1 of 2. This is not an episode for the writers who have trouble writing books that aren't long enough. This is not an episode for writers who say they're going to write a short story and actually end up writing a short story. Nope, this is an episode for writers who set out to write a nice little 100,000 word novel and find themselves at the finish line with a 200,000 word behemoth on their hands. If that sounds painfully familiar, then this episode is for you. So that writer I was describing right there, the one who started out with a goal of writing a 100,000 word novel and ended up with a 200,000 word manuscript, yep, totally me. My historical superhero work in progress Wayfair ended up being by far the longest first draft I've ever written. 100,000 words is my standard goal, although my medieval novel Behold the Dawn is the only book to ever end up right on the numbers nose. It's a good length for most genres, a manageable time commitment for editing, and a reasonable size for the price when it comes time to print paperbacks. When I hit 100,000 words at Wayfair's midpoint, I started to panic. What in tarnation was happening here? The book had the same number of scenes as in my reasonably sized historical slash dieselpunk adventure storming, and yet it was huge. I suppose that's what I get for writing a Dickens-inspired fantasy. Ideally, stories should dictate their own length. Some stories need to be long. Others will say what they need to say in far fewer than 100,000 words. My goal in my first revision of Wayfair was to see what I could do to whack that unruly word count into shape without, of course, taking anything away from the story. So these are the methods I used and the methods you can use to trim your book's word count and create a story that's all the tighter and more powerful for losing a few pounds. Your first step is to set your word count goals. You never want to dive into an edit flailing blindly. So know your goals and break them down into still smaller goals you can actually get your head around. Here's how. Step one, divide word count by quarters. Start by considering your story's structure. Ideally, you want your first act, first half of the second act, second half of the second act, and third act to each be a quarter of the book. The timing doesn't have to work out perfectly, but examining the respective word counts of each act can help you identify which section is most bloated. For me, it was the second act that got decidedly out of hand. Step number two, estimate average chapter goals. 
Once you know how many words you need to trim from each quarter in order to reach your overall goal, break that down chapter by chapter. For example, according to my calculations, I knew I would need to trim more from each chapter in the second act than either the first or the third. Step number three, estimate average word removal goal per sentence. This is a little trickier, but you can further break down the goal by estimating how many sentences are in each chapter. Run a find-replace search for periods in your manuscript. Give or take, you can figure this is how many sentences you have in your story. Divide those sentences by the number of chapters, then divide that number into your word count goal for each chapter. To be honest, I think I fudged this one a little bit, but I came up with the goal of trying to cut at least four words from each sentence. Now, obviously, the four words per sentence goal needs to be entirely flexible. Not every sentence will have four words, but it's a good number to keep in your head to keep you on your toes as you examine the worth of each word choice. And we'll talk more on that next week when we get into micro-editing. Now, this week, we're going to talk about how to trim your book's word count on the macro level. In any type of edit, but especially a word trimming one, you always want to start with the big picture. There's no point in obsessing about word choice if your story has whole scenes and whole subplots you can axe. Now, I will say that, for better or worse, I made zero macro word cuts on Wayfair. The advantage of entering a first draft with a solid outline and structure is that you don't have many major changes to make when editing. The disadvantage, of course, is that when it comes to word count, this means there isn't much that can be logically sacrificed without harming the story. However, since I got to enjoy this very fun, joking, experience way back when editing my Portal Fantasy Dreamlander, today I'll be sharing these five tried-and-true methods for eliminating whole chunks of your story. Number one, examine your subplots. In every phase of the macro edit, you're looking for anything extraneous you can pull from the story without changing the main plot. A good subplot will be so integrally woven within the conflict and theme of the main plot that it will be inextricable. But it's easy to write not-so-good subplots that really aren't adding as much as you think to the story. So get ruthless with yourself and examine each of your subplots. If you killed any of these darlings, would it endanger the integrity and value of your main story? Be honest, because if you can start cutting subplots, you'll see a major drop in your overall word count. Number two, examine characters. Extraneous characters and extraneous subplots go hand in hand. Find one and you'll probably find the other. Cutting unnecessary characters or combining them with other characters will help you eliminate whole reams of unnecessary description, narrative, and dialogue. Number three, examine your scenes. Every scene in your story should matter. If you can pull a scene without its affecting the causal logic or emotional flow of the story, then by all means, pull it. Take the time to deliberately look at each scene in your story. Do they follow proper scene structure, which by itself should guarantee integrality? Do they each contribute something that advances the plot? If you pulled any one of them, would the story still work? Go through and rate each scene's importance. Put a zero for useless, a one for scenes that are just there, and two for scenes that are vital. Chop the zeros, combine the ones, keep the twos. Number four, examine the sequels. The same goes for your sequel scenes, the reaction half of the scene structure. These are every bit as important to the logical cause and effect of your story, but they can often be culprits of unnecessary bloating. So look for sequel scenes in which your characters just sit around talking, reflecting, thinking, 
some of these may be necessary, but often you can take advantage of their mediocrity to slice off some nice word chunks. And last for today, number five, look for explanation scenes. In the same vein as the previous, hunt down explanation scenes in which characters are doing nothing more than explaining things to one another. Fantasy novels are often guilty of this. Do not, let me say that again, do not spare your word-cutting knife from any scene in which your characters decide to pass the time by info-dumping about the setting, the conflict, or themselves. These five methods for macro-editing your story will not only help you whip your word count into shape, they will also help you craft a story that is stronger on every level. So be sure to stop back again next Monday and learn how to knock even more words, 40,000 in Wayfarer's case, by trimming your book's word count on the micro level. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, you can visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And be sure to check back again next week.